Study Article 19. This article will be studied during the week of July 3rd through 9th. How can we strengthen our faith in Jehovah's promise of a new world? Theme Text When Jehovah says something, will he not do it? Numbers 23:19. Song 142 Holding Fast to Our Hope. Preview Many today do not believe in the Bible's promise of a new world. They think that it is only a dream, a fairy tale, too good to be true. However, we are certain that all of Jehovah's promises will be fulfilled. Even so, to keep our faith alive, we must continue strengthening it. How? This article will explain. Paragraphs 1 and 2. Question. What do we need to do while waiting for the new world? We treasure Jehovah's promise to replace this system of things with a righteous new world. Although we do not know just when that new world will become a reality, the evidence indicates that we do not have much longer to wait. Meanwhile, no matter how long we have been in the truth, all of us need to strengthen our faith in that promise. Why? Because even strong faith can grow weak. In fact, the Apostle Paul called a lack of faith the sin that easily entangles us. Hebrews 12 1. To prevent our faith from weakening, we need to review regularly the evidence that proves that the new world will soon be a reality. Paragraph 3. Question What will we discuss in this article? In this article, we will discuss three ways that we can strengthen our faith in Jehovah's promise of a new world. One, by meditating on the ransom. Two, by contemplating Jehovah's power. And three, by spending time in spiritual activities. Then we will discuss how Jehovah's message to Habakkuk strengthens our faith today. First, though, Let us consider some situations we may be facing right now that require strong faith in the promise of a coming new world. Situations that require strong faith. Paragraph 4. Question. What decisions require strong faith? Every day we make decisions that require strong faith. For example, we make decisions involving our associations, entertainment, Education, marriage, children, and secular work. We do well to ask ourselves Do my choices show that I am certain that this system is temporary and will soon be replaced by God's new world? Or are my choices influenced by people who live as if death were the end of everything? We will make the best decisions if we strengthen our faith that the new world is close at hand. Paragraphs 5 and 6. Question. Why do we need strong faith in times of distress? Illustrate. We also face trials that require strong faith. We may face persecution, chronic illness, or other things that can cause us to become discouraged. At first, we might meet our trial with determination. But if it drags on, as trials often do, We will need strong faith in order to endure and to continue serving Jehovah with joy. 
When undergoing a trial, we may feel that Jehovah's new world will never come. Does this mean that our faith is weak? Not necessarily. Consider an illustration. In the middle of a brutally cold winter, we may feel that summer will never come. And yet, summer does come. Likewise, when we are deeply discouraged, we might feel that the new world will never come. If our faith is strong, though, we know that God's promises will be fulfilled. With that confidence, we can continue putting our worship of Jehovah first in our life. Paragraph 7. Question. What attitude must we guard against? Consider one more area in which strong faith is required. The preaching work. Many people to whom we preach feel that the good news about God's coming new world is too good to be true. We never want to allow their skeptical attitude to rub off on us. To prevent that from happening, we must keep strengthening our faith. Let us consider three ways we can do that. Meditate on the Ransom Paragraphs 8 and 9 question How can meditating on the ransom affect our faith? One way we can strengthen our faith is by meditating on the ransom. The ransom is a guarantee that God's promises will come true. When we carefully reflect on why the ransom was provided and what it involved, we strengthen our faith that God's promise of endless life in a better world is sure to be fulfilled. Why can we say that? Well, what did the ransom involve? Jehovah sent His beloved firstborn Son, His closest companion, from heaven to be born as a perfect human. While on earth, Jesus endured all kinds of hardships. Then He suffered and died a painful death. What a high price Jehovah paid! Our loving God would never have allowed His Son to suffer and die just to provide a better but very brief life for us. Having paid so high a price, Jehovah will see to it that unending life in the new world becomes a reality. Contemplate Jehovah's Power Paragraph 10. Question. According to Ephesians 3.20, what is Jehovah able to do? A second way to strengthen our faith is by contemplating Jehovah's power. He has the power to fulfill everything He promises to do. True, the fulfillment of the promise of unending life in a new world may seem impossible to humans. But Jehovah frequently promises things that humans could never accomplish. He is, after all, Almighty God. Would we expect Him to make ordinary promises? Ephesians 3.20 reads, Now to the one who can, according to his power that is operating in us, do more than superabundantly beyond all the things we ask or conceive. Paragraph 11. Give an example of one of God's extraordinary promises. Consider some of the seemingly impossible things that Jehovah promised his people in the past. He assured Abraham and Sarah that they would have a son in their old age. He also told Abraham that his descendants would be given the land of Canaan. During the many years that Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, were slaves in Egypt, 
It must have seemed as if that promise would never come true. But it did. Later, Jehovah announced that elderly Elizabeth would have a child. He also told Mary, a virgin, that she would give birth to his own son, whose arrival Jehovah had promised thousands of years earlier in the Garden of Eden, another promise fulfilled. The following is supplementary information. Some extraordinary promises fulfilled. Promise Abraham and Sarah would have a son in their old age. Genesis 18.14 reads, Is anything too extraordinary for Jehovah? I will return to you next year at this appointed time, and Sarah will have a son. Why it seemed impossible. Sarah was past the age of childbearing. Genesis 18.11 reads, Abraham and Sarah were old, being advanced in years. Sarah was past the age of childbearing. Fulfillment. Genesis 21.1 and 2 reads, Jehovah turned his attention to Sarah, just as he had said, and Jehovah did for Sarah what he had promised. So Sarah became pregnant and then bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time God had promised him. Promise. Abraham's descendants would make their home in Canaan. Genesis 17.8 reads, And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land in which you lived as a foreigner, the entire land of Canaan, for a lasting possession, and I will be their God. Why it seemed impossible, the Israelites became slaves in Egypt. Exodus 1, 13 and 14 reads, Consequently, the Egyptians forced the Israelites into harsh slavery. They made their life bitter with hard labor, as they worked with clay mortar and bricks and in every form of slavery in the field. Yes, they made them toil in harsh conditions in every form of slavery. Fulfillment Joshua 11.23 reads, So Joshua took control of all the land, just as Jehovah had promised Moses. And then Joshua gave it as an inheritance to Israel by their shares to be divided among their tribes. And the land had rest from war. Promise. A descendant of David would sit on Jehovah's throne forever. 2 Samuel 7.8 reads, Now say this to my servant David. This is what Jehovah of armies says. I took you from the pastures from following the flock to become a leader over my people Israel. Verse 16 reads, Your house and your kingdom will be secure forever before you. Your throne will be firmly established forever. Why it seemed impossible. There were no more Judean kings after Zedekiah died. Jeremiah 52.11 reads, Then the king of Babylon blinded Zedekiah's eyes, bound him with copper fetters, brought him to Babylon, and kept him imprisoned until the day of his death. Fulfillment Luke 1, 32 and 33 reads, This one will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High, and Jehovah God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule as king over the house of Jacob forever 
and there will be no end to his kingdom. Promise Jerusalem would be restored after the Israelites spent 70 years in Babylonian captivity. Jeremiah 29.10 reads, For this is what Jehovah says, When seventy years at Babylon are fulfilled, I will turn my attention to you, and I will make good my promise by bringing you back to this place. Why it seemed impossible, Jerusalem was desolate, and Babylon was known for never releasing its captives. Isaiah 14.17 reads, Who made the inhabited earth like the wilderness, and overthrew its cities, who refused to let his prisoners go home? Fulfillment Ezra 1, 1-3 reads, In the first year of King Cyrus of Persia, in order that Jehovah's word spoken by Jeremiah would be fulfilled, Jehovah stirred the spirit of King Cyrus of Persia to make a proclamation throughout his kingdom, which he also put in writing, saying, This is what King Cyrus of Persia says, Jehovah, the God of the heavens, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has commissioned me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all his people, may his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of Jehovah, the God of Israel. He is the true God, whose house was in Jerusalem. Chapter 2, verse 1 reads, And these were the people of the province who came up from the captives of the exile, those whom King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had exiled to Babylon, and who later returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his own city. Promise The Assyrians would not defeat Jerusalem. 2 Kings 19, 32-34 reads, Therefore, this is what Jehovah says about the king of Assyria. He will not come into this city, or shoot an arrow there, or confront it with a shield, or cast up a siege rampart against it. By the way he came, he will return. He will not come into this city, declares Jehovah. I will defend this city and save it for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. Why it seemed impossible. The Assyrian army was great and had already captured many Judean cities and towns. 2 Kings 18.13 reads, In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, Sennacherib the king of Assyria came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. Fulfillment Isaiah 37.36 and 37 reads, And the angel of Jehovah went out and struck down 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. When people rose up early in the morning, they saw all the dead bodies. So King Sennacherib of Assyria departed and returned to Nineveh and stayed there. Promise Elizabeth would have a son, and Mary would give birth to God's son. Luke 1.13 reads, However, the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your supplication has been favorably heard, and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to name him 
John. Verse 31 reads, And look, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus. Why it seemed impossible. Elizabeth was barren and well along in years. Mary was a virgin. Luke 1.18 reads, Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure of this? For I am old, and my wife is well along in years. Verse 34 reads, But Mary said to the angel, How is this to be, since I am not having sexual relations with a man? Fulfillment Luke 1.57 reads, The time now came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Chapter 2, verse 7 reads, And she gave birth to her son, the firstborn, and she wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the lodging place. Returning to the article. Paragraph 12. Question. Of what do Joshua 23.14 and Isaiah 55.10 and 11 assure us about Jehovah's power? We strengthen our faith in Jehovah's power to bring about the new world by reflecting on His record of making and fulfilling His promises. Joshua 23.14 reads, Now look, I am about to die. And you well know with all your heart and with all your soul that not one word out of all the good promises that Jehovah your God has spoken to you has failed. They have all come true for you. Not one word of them has failed. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 reads, For just as the rain and the snow pour down from heaven and do not return there until they saturate the earth, making it produce and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so my word that goes out of my mouth will be. It will not return to me without results, but it will certainly accomplish whatever is my delight, and it will have sure success in what I send it to do. That makes us better prepared to help others appreciate that the promised new world is no dream, no fantasy. Jehovah Himself declared with regard to the new heavens and new earth, These words are faithful and true. Revelation 21, 1 and 5 Fill your life with spiritual activities. Paragraph 13, Question How can congregation meetings strengthen our faith? Explain A third way we can strengthen our faith is by spending time in spiritual activities. Consider, for example, how we benefit from our congregation meetings. Anna, who has spent decades in various features of the full-time ministry, says, Meetings keep my faith solidly anchored. Even if the speaker is limited in his teaching ability or does not impart anything new, I will often hear something that leads me to a better understanding of a Bible truth, and that strengthens my faith. No doubt we also appreciate faith-building comments from those in the audience. Paragraph 14. Question. How does the ministry strengthen our faith? We also strengthen our faith when we participate in the field ministry. 
Barbara, who has been serving Jehovah for over seventy years, says, I have always found the preaching work to be faith strengthening. The more I talk to others about Jehovah's wonderful promises, the more my faith is kept alive and strong. Paragraph 15. Question How does personal study strengthen our faith? Consider another spiritual activity that strengthens our faith personal study. Susan finds it helpful to schedule her study sessions. She says, On Sunday, I study for the next week's Watchtower study. On Monday and Tuesday, I prepare for the midweek meeting. On the remaining days, I work on a personal study project. By maintaining a consistent schedule for study, Susan continually builds her faith. Irene, who has served for decades at World Headquarters, has found it faith strengthening to study Bible prophecy. She says, I find it amazing that Jehovah's prophecies are fulfilled to the smallest detail. The footnote reads Many articles on Bible prophecy can be found by looking under the subject prophecy in the Watchtower Publications Index. For example, see the article What Jehovah Foretells Comes to Be in the January 1, 2008 issue of The Watchtower. End of footnote. The picture caption reads How can each of these spiritual activities strengthen your faith? Congregation meetings, field ministry, personal study. It will without fail come true. Paragraph 16. Question. Why does Jehovah's assurance to Habakkuk have meaning for us today? Some of Jehovah's servants have been waiting for the end of this system of things for a long time. From a human standpoint, the fulfillment of God's promise might seem to be delaying. Jehovah addressed that concern when he assured the prophet Habakkuk, The vision is yet for its appointed time, and it is rushing toward its end, and it will not lie. Even if it should delay, keep in expectation of it, for it will without fail come true. It will not be late. Habakkuk 2 3. Did God provide that assurance for the benefit of Habakkuk only? Or do his words have meaning for us today? Under inspiration, the Apostle Paul applied those words to Christians who are in expectation of the new world. Hebrews 10, 36 and 37 reads, For you need endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the fulfillment of the promise. For yet a very little while, and the one who is coming will arrive and will not delay. Yes, we can be sure that even if our promised deliverance seems to delay, it will without fail come true. It will not be late. Paragraph 17. Question. How did one sister apply the counsel Jehovah gave to Habakkuk? Many servants of Jehovah have applied Jehovah's counsel to keep in expectation, even for decades. Louise, for example, began serving Jehovah in 1939. She says, At that time, I thought Armageddon would come before I finished high school. That didn't happen. Over the years, I found it helpful to read what I call the waiting accounts, the Bible narratives of Noah, Abraham, 
Joseph, and others who had to wait a long time before receiving the promised reward from Jehovah. Remaining in expectation has kept me and others focused on the certainty of the nearness of the new world. Many other long-time worshipers of Jehovah agree. Paragraph 18. Question. How can observing creation strengthen our faith in the coming new world? True, the new world is not yet here. Note, however, some of the things that are here. The stars, the trees, the animals, and your fellow humans. No one would doubt that all these things are real, even though there was a time when they did not exist. They are now here only because Jehovah created them. Our God has also purposed to establish a new world. He will fulfill that purpose. In the new world, people will enjoy endless life in perfect health. At God's appointed time, the new world will become as real as the universe around us today. Paragraph 19. Question. How can you strengthen your faith? In the meantime, use every opportunity you have to strengthen your faith. Build appreciation for the ransom. Contemplate Jehovah's power. Fill your life with spiritual activities. By doing so, you can be among those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Hebrews 6, 11 and 12 How can we strengthen our faith by Meditating on the ransom Contemplating Jehovah's power Engaging in spiritual activities Song 139 See yourself when all is new. End of article.